The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Good evening, everybody. This is Robin Nelson with another edition of Wrestle Podcast, and this is my first, uh, you know, podcast episode of 2020. I've done a lot over the years, over 300 wrestlers I've interviewed, and my special guest is, and she should feel very privileged, she's the first guest of 2020, is Knockout Wrestling's women's champion, Persia Pierce. How's it going, Persia? It's going great. How about you? Pretty good. So what have you been up to lately? Uh, Basically, same old, just work, training, eat, sleep. Lots of sleep. <laughs> hey, sleep is good. There's nothing wrong with sleep. So let's start off with your story. Um, so when you were growing up, um, you did a lot of sports, and um, later on, you did some amateur wrestling. Is that correct? Yes, that's correct. So back into elementary school, I actually did basketball, and I was actually good at that time. Not anymore. But when I got into middle school, that's when I started amateur wrestling. And later down the line, I started doing weightlifting. And then I did powerlifting. And now I'm into pro wrestling and MMA. That's cool. Um, When you got into uh, powerlifting and weightlifting as well, were you doing it for the strength and conditioning? Or did you also do it for, like, competition as well? I did competition. So did you, like, go all around doing competition and won any awards or anything like that? Uh, just only in the state of Florida, but, yeah, either, like, uh, medals or trophies, and it's based off of age group and weight class. So you must have been a beast. <laughs> Not meaning to brag, but I was good for my size. <laughs> Uh, that's pretty cool. And um, let's talk about how you got into uh, pro wrestling. Um, you went to a, a MFF, I mean, uh, excuse me, a MFW show as a fan. And then later on, you met Tom. And what happened after that? So, if anybody knows uh, Bill Kroon, I've known him for years, like back when I was in high school. So, he invited me to come to an MFW show. So I came as a fan, you know, to support him and others, and we went out to Denny's after the show, and that's when I met Tom and everybody, and Tom offered to train me, and I was up for it, and literally within a few days, I started training. Um, So how long did you train before you uh, first stepped in the ring? Uh, I trained for like... Six months because due to unforeseen circumstances, uh, he stopped training. So it was six months, but I was a valet for a while. And then eventually up to February of 2019, that's when I made my debut at Knockout Wrestling in a battle royal, being the first female in a battle royal. Hey, that's pretty good. Historic is like a, women's wrestling's on fire today. Everywhere you go, you're seeing more and more women training to become pro wrestlers. It's great. Yeah, I love it, and there needs to be more. You know, I love seeing that. 
Um, also, you were um, trained by some other trainers as well, uh, Frank Race and uh, Ricky Santana. So what was it like to get trained by Frank Race? Because he worked for the WWF back in the day. Yes, uh, I love him to death. Uh, I, I still train over there, actually. And what's it like tra- so, training under Frank? Um, very knowledgeable, you know, old school, but, you know, any advice I need, he's there. And, yeah. Yeah, um, I'm talking to a lot of wrestlers I've known over in Florida because, you know, Florida uh, independent wrestling's on fire over there. And I've talked to a lot of wrestlers and they do think highly of you um, because, you know, you go in the ring 100%, you put your heart, soul, blood, sweat, and tears in it, and they're saying you're going to be like an upcoming superstar. Well, I appreciate everyone that's been there for me, support me, has helped me out. Because when I first started, I really didn't know much, but like within a year, I've gained so much knowledge, so much experience, and I'm continuing to grow and learn. Um, also, let's talk about um, a few wrestlers you got in the ring with as well. Um, what was it like working with uh, Samuel Conyers? Uh, I've never actually had a match. I've done mainly training with him. Uh-huh. Even though he gets on my nerves a lot of times, but you know we work really good together. Uh, he helps me as far as learning new moves. Yeah, that's pretty good as well. And also, you got in a ring with a well-known indie wrestler. Um, she's pretty good. Uh, what was it like to wrestle Savannah Evans? Oh, I loved it. You know, especially with the size difference, I actually enjoyed, you know, being tossed around. <laughs> but she's great. Uh, she's such a sweetheart, too. So when you were in there, did you guys have that the great chemistry? Yes. And so, that was my first time wrestling her, and I hope to wrestle her more in the future. So were you a little nervous to get in a ring with her with a, a, a seasoned veteran like Savannah Evans? No. I I actually don't get nervous, you know. You know, I look forward to it, and I knew that we we're going to have a great match. Um, also, I watched a match of yours today. It was a, a hard-hitting match, and you guys um, beat the living crap out of each other until you know she cheated towards the end of the match to win. Where you got in the ring with that beast, La Brava. Tell me about that. Oh, La Brava! I, <laughs> we have such great chemistry. We face each other. We just beat the crap out of each other. I know it was great. I mean, that whole match, all you guys were just like <laughs> destroying each other. So I couldn't decide who was going to win that match. And then when she finally, you know, cheated and put her foot on the rope for that one, two, three pin, I was kind of a little sad about that because that was such a great match. Yeah, but that's what she does. <laughs> <laughs> so do you um, ever uh, seeing you getting back in the ring with La Brava? Of course. <laughs> and we plan to beat the crap 
out of each other all over Florida and hopefully out of state too. <laughs> I would love to see I would love to see that. That'd be awesome um, to see you know some of your matches. Yeah, I've been dying to come down to Florida to go check out some wrestling because I know a lot of professional wrestlers down there and they've been like you know having me going come down to Florida you'll see some great independent wrestling so I need to make me a trip down to Florida. Hey, just be careful of the drivers. <laughs> They're crazy, but Florida's nice. I really enjoyed here. So how are the wrestling fans in Florida? Are they like really diehard like fans like over in the East Coast and all the big major uh, areas? Yeah, uh, surprisingly, a lot of fans in Florida and Georgia, you know, they really love wrestling. They're really into it. Oh, I, I totally believe you. Um, I live out in the Midwest, and um, Ohio and Indiana is like real big in the pro wrestling because there's been so many big uh, names of wrestlers that came out of Ohio and Indiana that's went to WWE, Ring of Honor, AEW Impact, especially uh, John Moxley. He's a Cincinnati boy, so which is you know pretty good as well. I've never been out there, but hopefully in the near future, I get to travel out there. Oh, you should. It's a it's a whole different country out there in wrestling. You would fit in just fine. It's it's really, really big out, out here in Ohio. That's great. So we have another thing in common, too. We are both uh, diehard uh, CM Punk fans. So how did you become a CM Punk fan, and what was your interest in rooting for Punk when he was a professional wrestler? Funny story, uh, when I was in middle school, around like 6th or 7th grade, that's when I started learning about wrestling because my gym coach was into it and he couldn't believe that I knew nothing about it and he was a CM Punk fan. So he kind of forced it on me, hey, be a CM Punk fan, watch him, you know, whatever. So I started watching it and like, and this was back like 2011, 2012. Uh-huh. And like, especially his promos and like his attitude, the way that he doesn't care, he says what is on his mind. It's what I definitely love about him. I do, too. I've met him several times. He's a cool guy, uh, dude. Um, so what were your thoughts when, you know, he finally, you know, told WWE off and just left and went his way? Well, that was very interesting, but I love how to end it. And then I totally love when he came back. And hopefully he comes back one day again. I hope so, too. It was great seeing him, uh, you know, come back with Fox Sports. And everybody thought uh, he signed a contract with WWE, which he didn't. He has a contract with Fox Sports. And it seems like, you know, the fans of Punk are really aching for him to get back in the ring. But you know how him and Vince McMahon really don't have eye to eye, you know. But um, fingers crossed, I hope he does, you know, get back in the ring and maybe he'll bring his wife, AJ Lee, back in the ring as well. I hope so, too. She was one of my favorites, too. So it's ironic how they ended up being together. I think so, too. She was great in the ring. I thought she was one of the best female uh, wrestlers in the WWE they had at that time. I mean, she had that great charisma. She was good in the ring. She had solid matches. And, you know, boy, she sure did uh, defend that Divas title when that was around back in the day as well. She was a true Divas champion. Oh, yeah. And I loved her personality and her outfit because I'm into souls and all that. So, 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and what were your thoughts when uh, CM Punk, you know, got into uh, UFC fighting? I mean, he lost both fights. Um, what were your, what were your thoughts on that when he was trying to get into, uh, you know, uh, UFC fighting? As much as I love CM Punk and wanting him to be good at it, it, it doesn't fit him, you know, sadly to say. Yeah, I totally agree with you as well. Um, he's, you know, better off in wrestling. I mean, the smart thing to do if he did want to be an MMA fighter, he should have started from the bottom and worked his way up to get the experience instead of, you know, how Dana pushed him, you know, trying to, you know, make that money. It's like, I'll put Punk in there. But um, those two fights he was in, I mean, he trained hard, don't get me wrong, but it just seems like um, he wasn't really ready to be on that top of stage at UFC like how he was like real big over in WWE. Yeah, and I'm not sure if he had any, like, amateur fights before then. I don't think he has because, you know, um, I did some research on him to see if he did or not. I just didn't see anything. But, you know, uh, I give him, you know, props for getting in there, you know, <laughs> you know, doing his best fighting. But, you know, getting a beating, you know, two times in a row. But, you know, you got to give um, him that respect. Yeah, I agree. But, like, it's a lot of training. It's definitely not easy no i don't think so as well and also um another thing you got into your interest in in uh is mma fighting so you've been uh training for a year now over in orlando so how's that going for you and where do you um see you going from there uh as a um, mma fighter it's going really good um i'm working more on my strike because i have a pretty good experience as far as ground game. So hopefully by the end of this year or beginning of next year, I'll make my debut in fighting. Oh, you definitely got to let me know when that happens. I'll, I'll support you on that. I, I can't wait to see you, you know, kick some butt in MMA fighting. Um, also, you know, um, when you train for MMA and uh, pro wrestling, do you think uh, pro wrestling training is more harder on the body than training in an MMA? They both have their unique ways, but like with wrestling, with all the bumps you gotta take, yeah, that definitely takes a toll on your body. But with MMA, with all the cardio and all the strikes and hits you take, like that's also a toll. So like, it's kind of hard to compare the two, but they're both very difficult. Well, the cool thing about it is, since you've um, you know done some you know powerlifting, weightlifting, you had an amateur wrestling background and pro wrestling and training to MMA. Has that um, helped you improve as a better competitive athlete in the world of independent wrestling in the ring? Yes, like with competition wise and like being in front of people, that has helped a lot. It's like not really new. But I, at first, when I made my debut in pro wrestling, I was kind of nervous being in front of people. But as time goes, you get so used to it. And, like, I've gotten a lot better with being vocal, too. So you've been getting, um, so has it helped you be more confident, more in promo-wise? Because nowadays, it seems like there's a lot of wrestlers out there who really don't do promos as much as they do wrestling. So do you think by, you know, training, you know, having all this training has it helped you gain the confidence to be more vocal um, when you're doing your promos? Definitely. And I just recently, like, 
not that long ago, started doing promos, and because I'm not really a talker, but I've gotten better, and I got more confident, being more in my emotions, so it definitely helped. All right, and I love your name, uh, uh, Persia Pierce. Um, is there like a story behind that uh, with the name uh, Persia Pierce? Not really. Uh, someone else came up with the name Persia, and I came up with the last name because at first on Facebook, I had it as Persia Persia. So Facebook kicked me off saying, oh, that's not a real name. We need to see your driver's license to identify you so you can get back on Facebook. So I had to do that, and I got on, and I had to change my name, but I think of the last name, and I just randomly came up with Pierce, and it worked, and I'm still on Facebook. <laughs> oh, that's pretty interesting. I thought maybe you came up with um, a Persia, like you said, um, somebody came up for you with it. Was there like a story behind that, or they just looked at you and be like, you look like a Persia? Basically, I look like a Persia. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're not training, um, what do you enjoy outside the ring? Um, what does Persia Pierce like to do when she's not in the ring, uh, you know, taking care of business? Well, when I do have time, which is not often, you know, I just like to hang out with friends. Uh, I definitely love the beach. I love going skating, go-karting, amusement park. All of that. Hey, that's all fun stuff. Um, also, this Sunday, you're going to be making your debut at GIPW. Tell me a little bit about that. Um, I had a few people recommended me, and I ended up getting booked. So I'm really excited to make my debut up there. Uh, who are you going up against? Uh, Reagan Fire and Solandra... Um, Forget the last name. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to be like in a three way. Yes. <laughs> that's gonna, hey, I bet that's going to be pretty. So is this like your first three way? No, I used to hate three ways, but when I've been wrestling at Go Wrestle, which is out in Port Orange, um, almost every time I'm there, I'm in the three way. So I've learned a lot about three ways. So I'm pretty confident about this one. All right, um, since you're uh, the Knockout Women's Champion, um, tell me a little bit about uh, Knockout Wrestling. Um, what's it like working for that company? What's the locker room like? And what has been some of the best experiences you have there? I always like to learn about other independent promotions. Well, the locker room is great. You know, I get along with everyone. It's great diversity. You know, you have, you know, the vets, you have the the up-and-coming people, so it's great, um, you know, the fans are wonderful. Um, so what are some of your interesting fan encounters uh, you ever had when you're a ring? Um, some some wrestlers I've talked to have had some great stories, and some they've had some uh, fans who are like, oh, what? <laughs> uh, yeah, that's some interesting fans out there uh, try not to get too close to them but like there's fans like from MFW that come over to Knockout so like a lot of them have known me for like quite a while now so and I really appreciate everyone's support 
Oh, that's pretty good. Um, so since he came over, have you ever uh, wrestled over at MFW? I know you trained for him as well, and you know, and you were a fan of it. Um, did you ever do any matches with MFW too? Uh, no, but I will be on March 14 for the tribute show. Ooh, that's gonna be fun. Who are you getting in the ring with? I believe it hasn't been official, but it could be against uh, Reagan Fire. Ooh, Reagan Fire, huh? Tell me a little bit about Reagan Fire. I've I've never heard of her. Is she like another up and coming uh, pro wrestler as well? Yeah, she's been in the business for quite a few years now that I know of. Um, I've only uh, kind of faced her once in a three way, but I would love to have a one on one with her. Uh, she's very knowledgeable, so I can't wait. So what would you consider your uh, in-ring style when you go up against other opponents? Um, I kind of try to incorporate my MMA, like especially with the striking and my uh, finishers are submissions. So you're more of the submission kind of gal, take the kicks in and do the submissions. So do you have a uh, final submission you use to um, you know, defeat your opponent in the ring? I do arm bars. And, like, there's a way I get into an armbar, which is pretty cool. It doesn't have a name for it. Really? So you haven't came up with a name for your finishing move, huh? No, I'm thinking for it, though. (laughs) You're like, this is like, okay, I'm good at the armbars and the finishing move, and I can do some powerful kicks. What would be a great name? You know something? Um, I'm gonna do some brainstorming for you on that one as well. Um, I kind of like to, you know, figure out names for finishing moves as well. Now you challenged me on something, so I'm gonna have to do some brainstorming, <laughs> <laughs> and then come back to you and go, "Hey, Persia, what do you think of these names?" You can go like, "Yay or nay." It's like, no, I don't like that. No, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, another question I'm gonna ask you too: um, if you can uh, change anything about pro wrestling today, and also how fans perceive it. Um, what would you change and why? That's a really good question. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I get you on the spot? Um, yeah. Um, definitely, like, what I've seen so far, like, some promotion, they kind of, you know, be in competition with other promotions, and I don't like seeing that, you know, we like to give wrestlers, like, opportunities and, like, there's no reason, you know, to fight or compete against each other, you know? That's pretty true as well because you got a lot of competition between, you know, WWE will always be on the top and then you got, like, AEW, you got NWA, MLW, NXT, I mean... Um, uh, New Japan, uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, there's so much to choose from. That's why I like about independent wrestling today. Um, you have like a, um, any type of wrestling you can enjoy, like a different flavor, like different flavors of ice cream. There's so many um, great uh, wrestling out there, and there's some bad ones out there as well. I mean, it's it's just so great where uh, wrestlers like you that are starting out have all these choices and places to go to make your name for yourself, man. You kind of kind of have to respect that. Yes, I definitely do, and I appreciate the opportunities that each promotion has given me, and as well as others. 
So where do you see yourself in 2020? What's your main goal in 2020 for uh, Persia Pierce? Where do you see you going? Um, do you see you maybe someday, you know, going, you know, out of the States to like Japan, England, all those great places as well? Where does Persia Pierce go from here? Definitely, I'm starting out. I already went up to Georgia. Um, hopefully, I spread more, like even all the way to California, Arizona, all them states, and eventually out of the country, like Japan. Japan is very well known for wrestling. So yeah. I would love to be out there. Oh, that would be great. I mean, I've ha- I've had friends in the business that been out, you know, into uh, wrestling out there too, and they enjoy it. And it's, and you, it's a whole different style. You learn a lot there, and and the fans are just like totally different than the fans here in the states for sure. <laughs> Which is, yeah, and I also would love to learn the culture too while I'm out there. Yeah, it seems like the Japanese do have an interesting culture. I mean. They love their pro wrestling and sumo wrestling and, of course, Japanese anime, and they just have that great culture. I mean, it's just amazing. Definitely. <laughs> I knew you I, I knew you would uh, like that as well. <laughs> um, so far, this is pretty fun. I mean, it's been a while, you know, it's been a while since, you know, I did a podcast interview, you know, and, you know, I hope you're enjoying it as well. So, Persia, where can everybody find you on social media if they want to see what you're going to be doing next? Well, social media, I'm on Instagram and Facebook. Just type in Persia Pierce. You know, I always promote every show I'm at or going to go see even if I'm not on the card. So do you have like Pretty a... Tw- soon, I'll make a Twitter and a YouTube you should get a YouTube, man. Um, I've seen some of your matches. You, I mean, for starting out and being in the business for a year, man. Um, that one we talked about earlier about La Brava, that was a that was a pretty solid match, man. I mean, you just went in there and just looked like you knew what you were doing. And same as La Brava, it, you, it looked like you can read each other's minds, you know, to make that you know great match. Because when you do a, like a great match. Um, you have to get the fans involved, you know, like a good story and the psychology. So do you think in ring psychology is also important of being a pro wrestler as well? It's very important. Uh, yeah, um, have you asked? the match doesn't, like, make sense and the fans get all confused, then you just lost their interest. Um, also, do you think t- nowadays in independent wrestling, I've noticed this, not at all promotions, do you think there's a lot of lack of storytelling today? Yes, sometimes like people just get thrown into matches without having a story to tell. Yeah, I think and so. Some fans, you know, they may be interested depending on the wrestler, but like they like stories. Yeah, that's what I like. I like to see a good wrestling match that has a story, uh, good in-ring psychology. I want to go to a you know show where I can relax, um, have a good time, don't have to worry about everyday life, you know, like my job and all that. Just go enjoy a show where I can just slip away and not worry about the everyday world. I feel you on that. <laughs> yeah, I've been to a lot of shows that's done that where I just like – We'll enjoy it, just slip right in, and it's like, wow, this is amazing. And next thing you know, it's like, dang, it's this late already since I've invested into the show. It was really great, you know. And 
Um, I, I just love great storytelling because um, I grew up in the 80s. So it was around when uh, wrestling, you know, had, you know, great storylines. And then you had to come to the next show to see what happens next, you know, between, the, you know, the good guy and the bad guy. But another thing, too, is back in the day is, too, you know, the heels and the good guys always stayed in separate, you know, dressing rooms. You know, they left the ring separately. Um, it, it's sad. Um, there's no more kayfabe, which is sad, you know. Um, but the cool thing about it is when I see little kids watching wrestling, they're into all that kayfabe because they get involved with the wrestlers and the story. It's just so great seeing, you know, uh, young, you know, wrestling fans, you know, getting into it, uh, thinking that, you know, getting into the real story, you know, not really worrying about, you know, uh, this is not, how come this, you know, uh, baby face is hanging out with this hill and all that. Yeah. And like when I was like in middle school, I actually believe that stuff. So, <laughs> so, um, since you, uh, became a huge CM Punk fan, uh, was there any other wrestlers besides Punk and AJ that you got involved with too that you really enjoyed watching? Well, when I started watching like more older wrestlings, uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin, you know, just loved his character, his attitude, his in-ring performance, you know. He's definitely one of my favorites. Um, Edge is another one. And, like, definitely got emotional when he came back to the Royal Rumble. <laughs> Did you have a tear in your eye when you saw him coming into the Royal Rumble? No, I don't, I don't get that emotional, especially <laughs> around people. <laughs> but, but what were your thoughts? I can't even tell on the look on his face. Like, he was emotional also. So. <laughs> but the one thing I didn't like about it was when Randy Orton was beating up on him, though. <laughs> Yeah, you never know with them. <laughs> Who knows? We'll see what Edge has. I mean, um, th that takes balls for him to get back in the ring because he had a severe injury, you know, way back when where he couldn't, you know, come back to wrestling. And boom, all of a sudden he's got cleared. Um, let's hope he has a successful run this year in the WWE and not, you know, get like severely injured. Yeah, I hope so too because that can be a scary feeling at the same time because it's like, what if? You know. All right, Persia. Thank you for uh, coming on uh, the show tonight. Um, I really appreciate it. It was it was great to have you on. Well, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. Anytime. Um, everybody else, uh, thank you for listening to Russell Popcast. You can follow Russell Popcast on Spreaker.com, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Castbox, Google Play iTunes, and you can follow me on Twitter at Russell Popcast, and you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Russell Popcast, and you can follow me on Facebook at Russell Popcast as well as Instagram, and then you can listen to my episodes at Russell Popcast at Podcast City Network at PodcastCity.net, and also at Hitting the Marks Podcast Network. Everybody have a great evening. Mm -hmm.